wanted to speak today, it's not a concept that was made for Kedushim, but was also discussed, <coughs> the idea, the term, Gula HaMitis Vashlema. Right, the Rebbe would always repeat again and again the term <coughs> that Mashiach is a true and complete redemption. The Rebbe didn't coin the phrase, and the term Gula Amitis or Gula Shleim is found in very early Svadim. But what does it mean, the idea that the Gula is a true and complete Gula? Huh? Yeah, same. So. <clears throat> Simply, the Gula Rabbah says that the Rabbah would have Madam Makaimis, that the Rabbah would add to, 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 to the, the, the Rabbah's letters and stuff. And, and on the term Gula Amitis Vashlema, the Rabbah would always quote the Tzimachilta uh, and Oz Yashir, which is quoted in Tesis and then the Psachim, the name of that we say in the Haggadah. <clears throat> that we will say when Mashiach will come, Shir Chadash, a new song. Shir Chadash is a is a term Russian Zachar, it's a masculine term. And let's say in the evening every day we use the term Shir Chadash, a new song that he didn't sang by Kriyas Yamsu, which is Russian Akeva. Shir Chadash in Russian Akredash in Hebrew is a feminine term. So the Mechilta says why. <clears throat> that the previous song that Eden sang with the previous Gulas was a feminine term because a a, a woman exactly the explanation is it in Kirushim here but it says a woman has a, she has pain of childbirth she has a child and she again has pain then she bears a child again she has pain she bears a child in other words even after she has a child she's not promised there won't be any more pain there might be another pregnancy, another birth, eventually there'll be another child born, which the child represents redemption, but there's going to be a pain. But a male doesn't give birth. A man is like yesterday, like today, like tomorrow. There's no there's no tzad of leda. There's no pain of birth. So the previous ghoulis redemptions were a redemption, but they were a redemption that weren't complete. Afterwards was another ghoulis. But the future redemption will be complete in the sense there won't be a ghoulis after it. Now, this concept that there won't be a goal of Safin when Mashiach will come, that's, uh, that's, the source for that is not, the, not only the Mechilta. I mean, this is a Pashat in Tanakh and many Psukim. And just to quote a few, there's numerous Psukim that the Navi promises that once Mashiach comes, Yidin will never be a Golos again. Yeah, well, I mean, a term that we say, Yidin will have a Shabbos, as he's thrown Neisha Ba'ashem, Chua Seilomim. Chua Seilomim means an, an eternal salvation. I'm just going to quote a few of the, the psukim that come to my mind. Now, I think it's a pasuk in Amris that he writes that when they shall return, there won't be any more, you know, taken away from their land. You have the psukim, I think, in Yirmiya, Yechazka, whatever it is, Debesh said they'll make a new covenant with the Jewish people that will never be, that will never be abolished, they'll never be destroyed. The other verses that say that they won't, they won't be hurt anymore in, in and there's Yisrael, any any sound of, of cry or whatever of, of tzaddas. I mean, there's plenty, many, many verses that are saying that Mashiach will come and be complete eternal redemption. So <clears throat> that's Pashatim Shat. Uh, it, it's, it's important to keep in mind <coughs> <coughs> that 
the 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 concept that there won't be any that that if you look historically, it's a very deep insight into the the whole process of the gulas that we had in Jewish history. For example, gulas Mitzrayim, Ilozachin, if he would have married, would have been an eternal gula. But the Rebbe explains, it's, it's a common a classic theme in many svarim. The Rebbe elaborates upon it also that the gulas Mitzrayim, since they weren't ready yet for the gula. They just schlepped them out because if they would have remained one more second, they would have been completely lost. <coughs> so therefore, it wasn't complete. In other words, obviously, whatever Yitzhak Mitzrayim accomplished brought Yidin to Matan Torah. That is irreversible. But the, the etzim meaning of Sheba that Yidin shouldn't suffer anymore didn't happen to Gulas Mitzrayim. Some Svarim say that if Yidin would have, the original plan was that how long they should be in, should they be in Gulas for? For 400 years. Babishter rushed it up after 210 years. So, they, so some Svarim, I think, say if they would have stayed for 400 years, so that was the amount of time that was allocated for the Yidin to reach a state of refinement. And when the Gula would have, ta- if the Gula would have taken place then, then they would have been completely ready. They would have been completely complete. It would have been a complete Gula from that point downwards. But after 210 years, Babishter saw that if he's going to wait for 400 years. But Garnish blight and nothing will be left from the Jewish people. So they quickly schlepped them out. But the 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 Gulas Mitzrayim was not a Gulas Shleima because it was done, so to say, Kilu prematurely. The Rabbi speaks about the famous Sikh of the Rabbi on the Haggadah. The Rabbi is a very a very sadistic Sikh. The Rabbi explains. The Rabbi asks a number of questions of the Haggadah, but basically the point of the answer is the same for all of the questions. Is that a person sits down by the say the child sits down by the say that doesn't understand what are you celebrating Pesach for? We're still in Gaulus telling him we come to Ben Rashi to the say that what does it how, how, how do you have one of the four sons as a Russian? So he explained to him, Maschal Bugnus and Messiah Mishavar, explained to him the history of the Jewish people that really years ago we were sunk in idolatry and David slept us out. So, in other words, the point that you're trying that episode you're trying to say that we weren't completely ready for it. So Mamelad, we we fell back into Golos. But Alamai, Yitzhiyas Mitzrayim still was the thing that opened up the path of the future goal. Whatever it is, that is also, <clears throat> on, this, on this same point, the same thoughts, Swadim explain, I mean, this is not, even in Elamai, even in the realm of Pshat of Nigla, you have I think, the Chavetz Chaim, the Chassam Seif, and others, whatever whoever it might be, if I'm not quoting the right people, but it's a common theme that the reason why this Golas is so long is because since it has to be a Gula Hamitis, it has to be a true Gula that will never revert back. So we have to wait. I mean, and this ties in very straight, directly with what Chassidus and Kabbalah explains. We have to wait for every single Mitzvah, for every single spark to be redeemed. Otherwise, you know, how is it going to be a true Gula? It's, it's, you need that the whole world should be completely ready. So this is the Pashat, when, when the Rebbe would say the word, the true complete redemption, he would bring down this concept that there won't be Golosah. Now, <clears throat> there's another two sikhs, two fundamental sikhs that the Rebbe speaks about the term Gula, I mean, Gula and the term Gula. One sikh I discussed a few times, the Shadow Pashat, Kukas, Tavshin, Amches, and then it's Achim, Exploration, Tavshin, and each one gives another deeper insight into the cant of the true and complete redemption. One of the nekudas that comes out from the Rebbe Sichas is the true and complete redemption doesn't only mean that the goal of the redemption will be true and complete, means it will be everlasting. 
but it means that every single detail in the world, every single Jew, will be redeemed. Because the, true, the term true and complete doesn't only mean that it's complete, they'll never revert back, but the true term, according to Taira, true and complete means that it's completely true and complete. It encompasses every single aspect of creation, every single Jew. If there's one Jew that the one one part of the world that still remains in Golos, it can't be true. Emes means that it, it permeates the whole of existence. If, it's, if Emes is only something is true, only 99%, it's not true. And then the one even in point one whatever percent, then it's, you can't call it true. If there's anything missing, also you can't call it complete. So the term Gula Hamitas Vashlema, true complete redemption, means that every single yid, furthermore, every single thing in the world will be completely redeemed. Now, as I mentioned last week, this is really, a, to some degree, a chiddush of the Rebbe, or, or I would say the chiddush here is not in the idea, but the chiddush is the Rebbe accepted it as a straightforward, you know, approach. This is the, the Rebbe, you know, very much, you learn the Rebbe Sichas, you see it right away. And the Rebbe, many times, if you look in the Sikhs, what's interesting here, there's really one fundamental Sikh that I would always refer back to in the first Sikh in Chelek Yudalot, in Pasha Shmois. Before I got to that, the Rebbe would many times say that no Jew, we all know the song, no Jew will be left behind. The Rebbe would many times compare it to the Gulas Mitzrayim. He didn't left Mitzrayim, no Jew was left behind, right? Even the Jews that were in the house, the Rebbe spoke, was a famous Sikha, the Rebbe was describing how the Rashi says he had some Jews who were in the house of a Mitzri, they were so assimilated <clears throat> by Makas Bechayres, they weren't even, the, when the Nebisha struck the firstborn, they, were, they weren't even in, right, together with the Jews. Even those people went out. And every single Jew left, like Moshe Rabbeinu said, Nareinu, Vizkereinu, right? The other, any other Gula, any other redemption, we don't have to go so far, the next Golos and Gula, was Bava, was the Medan were exiled after the destruction of the first place of The majority of Jews didn't come back to Energy necessarily. I don't know, the, the numbers are brought down in Tanakh and the Gemara Madrashim. But a lot of Jews remained in Bava. It wasn't a complete Gola. Even Bava were better than Medan were first. Now that is to be, it's brought down, it's brought down, brought down worms, right? The city worms in Germany. Yeah. So Rahman al-Islam, the Crusaders, wiped them out. And you say it in the Kinnas and Tishis, I'll say, it's brought down, forget what I'm not the source of hand. Says, why were they punished? They, 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 they were one of the, they like, yeah, I have, you have a bit. It says, because in the times of Ezra, they even, from, already from the first, after the Khurma Sabbath, they already reached over, they established their own community. And Ezra, whoever was sent, they didn't come back to Yerushalayim. So they already were happy where they were. They said, you'll stay in the big Yerushalayim, and we'll stay in the small Yerushalayim. Something like this. In other words, in no, they were in worms in Germany. Whoever it was, <coughs> so they say that that's why many years stamps. So in other words, whatever. In other words, <coughs> you had many Yidin that were Yireim and Shleim. But that's a meaning. Says, I think Mother said that if they would have gone up to Chaimah, if they would have all gone up together, it could have been a complete redemption, maybe even, but many didn't. But anyway, the point, <coughs> here, the whole history of Gula's Bavl, the point is just that any other Gula besides Gula's Mitzrayim did not, didn't, didn't include every year. I mean, this next Gula, the next main Gula is Gula's Bavl. Right away, that didn't include every year. Any Gula later, the Gula put it or whatever, affected a certain group of Jews, but not every single Jew. 
Whatever it is, it's a separate discussion. Good, but how many Yidin, Purim Pak affected every Yid in the extent that Haman decreed that the. Huh? I don't know, but the pale mamish did you know a ghoul of it, they didn't gain any independence. I'm just a ghoul of redemption they weren't killed. But either way, it's not here's not the time to each one can answer to the obviously could be a separate discussion on its own. But the point here is is that that the Rebbe would say many times, same way by Mitzrayim, that one Jew remained behind, so to be by in the future redemption. But there's one, one very fundamental point here, which which many Sikhs Rebbe doesn't focus on this. There is a one Sikh more that the Rebbe goes deeper. Even though every single Jew left Egypt, but that was every single Jew that remained alive <laughs> who left Egypt. There were many Jews that passed away during the three days, right? Most most of the Jews, according to many Midrashim. Yeah, one out of five left Mitzrayim. What happened with the rest? They want yeah, they passed away. Yeah. So they weren't. They talk in other words, every single Jew that was remained a lot. Well, the Rebbe has a whole sikh. I don't want to get into it. He explains the difference between the Golas of Mitzrayim, who lost the love of the one dealing with the Geder of a son, the one who's a slave. A son could reject his connection to his father, a slave can't. I don't want to get into that. I think it's a separate discussion. It's right in the beginning of Mkut Esichas Chaylik Yedalot. But in other words, it's true. Every single Jew that was there, even Dasan and Aviram, even the ones that served Avodah it was Avodah that was taken out of Mitzrayim. Tassel Micha, Tassel Micha went through the Yamsu, yeah. But they, but those Jews was one exception. Those Jews of the Dafkas didn't want to go out of Mitzrayim. They passed away. And the Rebbe explains they, because they didn't want to leave, so to say, they they were able to reject that connection with the Eibushter that existed at that time, and therefore they weren't able to go out. The Goyim were allowed to get out of Israel, and the Jews, they weren't there, they, they, they died in Israel, they didn't go Which Goyim were allowed to die in Israel? The Eid of Rab. They wanted to, they wanted to go, but it's, but those Jews that didn't want to go, they, in other words, if they, if they would have... They should die? And, and the what they should go out and they should go So the Rabbi, you learned also, I don't want to get into the only the Rabbi explains, for example, you can have someone that does every Aved in the book, right? But according to Rabbi, Yom Kippur is Mechapa. But if he eats on Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur can't atone for the Aved of eating on Yom Kippur. Why? Because eating on Yom Kippur is fighting the whole existence of Yom Kippur. Yom Kippur could atone for every single sin. But if you fight Yom Kippur, Yom Kippur can't atone for such a sin. The son, he didn't want to go. He could have done every sin under the sun, but that, that would have been okay. In other words, okay in the sense would be allowed to go out of Golos. But if he doesn't want to go out of Golos, he's, he's rejecting the Gula. How can he go out? Those are the Shoyim. They wanted to go out. They had other problems. They served out by the Zara. They were bound. Whatever it is. I, I don't want to get into this discussion. But the point that Rebbe says is that by the Gula, see, they won't be like this. So, in other words, the idea of the Bula Hamidus Hashlem, the true and complete redemption, is every single Yid will go out of Galus. I'll go a step further, just important to keep this in mind. When, when we're in Galus, it's not just us, you know, we're in Galus. Abishir is in Galus. The Rebbe said, even the Yidin that exists, the Rebbe once said, that even the Yidin that lived in the time of the Beis Hamikdash, when Galus started, so it was Poyol. A chayshach, a goddess in all the world. Even those Jews that experienced Yisus Mitzrayim, 
they're also in Golos now. Golos doesn't only affect those Jews that were existed, that were alive during the destruction of the first or second base Hamikdash in the generation from the Iran. It's a retroactive process to a certain degree. So the Bula Amitis Vashlema means <clears throat> that every single year, every single aspect of the world is in Gaul, I mean, will be redeemed. But I mean, getting back to the point I wanted to say, so many Sikhs that have been said, they say, we might see some time every Jew left. So to us, there's really a deeper, a much deeper question. By Sikhs and Sikhs, so you don't want to leave. And they talk, they don't leave. But by the Bula Amitis, they will, they will leave. Now, the truth is, I mentioned, I didn't want to get into last week. You look in the Zayan, the beginning of Pasha Shmois, of Zayan on the base. It says over there, the Zayar says that when Mashiach will come, there'll be those Jews that will fight Mashiach. <laughs> and they'll, and, and they'll, and they'll, and the Zayar, you'll, you'll, you can hear the certain people that, you know, the, the whole shit of, 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 of getting people to do the right thing is to shoot the. You know, of, of scaring the wits out of them. So this is one of the favorite pieces they like to quote in all these doomsday prophecies. But the Zayar says there'll be Tesla of Yimeya fail of 15 days of of of, of darkness and uh, and all those that are fighting with Shia, all those Jews, yeah, won't 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 make it to the Gula. Yeah, whatever it is. So Mamela, so 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 you do have such sources and. Now, now, I mentioned last week, the Rebbe's approach was, Rebbe, one thing the Rebbe's approach was that after I mean, one simple word, not to, not to dig very deep, but after all the Tzadahs even went through, the role, you know, even a hitherish of a role that is actually a word, is a safe, a kiss of, what was his name, Chaim Avram, Chaim Bukhovsky, kiss Rebbe Bukhovsky, the one that printed the, Kisei Harachov Bukhovsky, Chaim Avram, whatever the Rashi Tevis is. He printed a few number of. He printed Spartan from. Whatever, I don't want to get into a whole separate thing. He was, he, he, Rabbi Bukhovsky was a Chosid, not from the Rebbe Rashab. He was a Chosid from the Liadir, one of the cousins of the Rebbe Rashab. But he, whatever, so the, the, he printed, there's a safer printed by Kahasa, I assume with the Rebbe located. And he, he has very interesting things over there, different, uh, Muslim, at mice, it's very interesting, safer. So he writes there that he heard from the Chofetz Chaim, directly, I think, uh, I think it was Nisim Tafei Shaim, that's around that time. Chofetz Chaim, you know, always spoke about Mashiach, so just for, for the record, it's brought down. And the Chofetz Chaim said that every single Jew is right at the Begul, and he says why, he brings a Pasuk, the Pasuk says that Eden will be Whatever, like a person that takes, uh, you know, how they used to throw the wheat into the wind to separate the shaft from, from the kernel. That Eden will be like spread out, but and at one pebble fall to the ground. Like, in other words, every single Jew eventually will come back. Chavez Chaim said, since every Jew suffered traveling Mashiach, so Mamela, even whoever he is, will be Zeichat to the Gula. Isn't that interesting? You know, it's Chaim said. But anyway, but the point is, like I mentioned last week, depends a lot how you understand the Musag of Mashiach Bukhla, but at any rate, the, 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 one of the Rabbah's main proofs is a Pasuk Bayidach Imenu Nidach. No one will be pushed away. Now, the only thing is, you could say <clears throat> that some people, maybe they won't be Zaycha right away. Like even Yeravim Ben Avad, even those people that the Gemara says that they don't have a portion in the world to come, the world of resurrection, even then the Rabbah says, 
any neshama is not shy for any part of the Eibush, any chalik of the Mal, to be completely pushed away. <coughs> so even them, the Rebbe says, eventually will have it taken out. Could be, again, I'm saying, even if somebody wants to uh, action Zechayim, the Dafke, for whatever reason, he likes to look at doomsday prophecies and thus, we'll figure it out when Mashiach will come. So anyway, so 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 even those people that ever wrote a whole famous letter explaining different explanations how and why they don't stand up in a different body or whatever it might be. But now the Rebbe's Nikuda is whatever, again, what the Zaya says, again, it's one of the, not every doomsday prophecy has to happen. I mean, I don't want to get into that. The same way the Kitsim in the Zaya, the Zaya said in Sheikh will come, for example, in the year Tach. Didn't happen, the Gashmis. Not everything the Zaya has to, you know, whatever. But I don't want to get into that discussion. Ulu Yitzui, the guy actions a Khan who loves doomsday approach. But even that, it doesn't mean that forever those people, you know, even they'll eventually have a ticket. It'll take a day or two, whatever it is. Call like them. What's interesting is Bnei Yisacha, he fought in Maskil and Tuch and Neil. He, he was Katsuk a lot. He said they're going to be those two. Bnei Yisacha was a dinner there. He was. He was. He was. He when his mother was asked the name of Malimara what name to give, so they said, he said, name him after me. So they named him, the room one was still alive, they named him Sri Alimala. I think he said, a Hershiz Nishkei Melech. He says, if he would have named, named him Alimala, he would have been much... <laughs> he was big enough the way he was, but he said, if he would have named him just Alimala, he wouldn't have had a bit Sri, he would have been even there. Abu so, um, so, so he he fought them. Whatever he have in his forum, so he writes the very strong words about them. What's interesting is that I found out is that he writes in another sefer of his that those Jews that passed away during the Shlisha Semei Afelim Mitzrayim, when Mashiach will come, they'll all forget it to come. <laughs> he was screaming how all these people are going to die in the fifteen days of darkness. But he writes in the gate, those even going to Mitzrayim. <laughs> Even those Jews that didn't make it out of the time will make it out when the Sheikh will come. Oh, the Chalif. Huh? Oh, Yeah, fine, but I'm saying this. Huh? So the bottom line is is that the Gula Mitzvah Shlema means, again, it's, it's because it's, it's there's two ways regarding the Yid. Explanations that if every year there's a part of the Avis, it's not a track for the part of the Avis, he lost completely. But more closely related to the term, it doesn't only include it, it includes everything in the world. It doesn't mean there's certain aspects in the world that are completely evil. I, obviously, they'll be destroyed, but it means that anything in the world that has a Nitzus Kedusha, something, you know, the, 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 anything in the world that's that, that has a purpose, that they will all be, every single, if, the, if any detail in the world is not completely redeemed, can't call it a true and complete redemption.
that's that's another nekud in the gula mitzvah shlema that nothing every every single item in the world will be redeemed. Furthermore, you can go. I don't want to get into those. I discussed this in the past. Gula mitzvah shlema means that it is that it's the etzim of the yid will be. If there's any part of yid's neshama that's not revealed, it's also a gulos. Yid is serving the Ebrish at only the level of is not revealed. He's also in Gavos, right? Because there's a part of him that's not revealed. And the true Gula means that that level of his Etzim Anushama permeates every single aspect of his, of his Avodah. That's Pshat Shleim, what's complete and true. If there's a part of his of his Avodah that's not permeated with his Etzim Anushama, then it's not a true Gula because there's a part of, of, of his Avodah that's still in Gavos. It's not, still not permeated with the ultimate connection with Abishka. Similarly, in the world, was a part of the world the revelation of Abishiv himself, which is Mamiti Semotsin, Nitsukalan, and Sem, which is on which all creations came, is not completely revealed. It's also not a true and complete redemption. The third aspect, <coughs> the third aspect they wanted to speak about, Akhoponim Bekitzer, is this is the Sikh of Achim Restoration in Tafsam. The Rebbe expressed himself. The Rebbe spoke that the people are afraid of Golos, so what's going to happen with all the things they accomplished in Golos? And the Rebbe says, understanding of Gula is not that you take away Golos. Understanding of Gula is that you transform Golos. That every single detail in Golos, you reveal its true meaning. So the Rebbe says, the Rebbe in the continuation, a little bit later on, says, when Sheikh will come, so even those things that are lost, that seem that they were lost in Golos, or that they were taka lost in Golos, even they will be redeemed. Behind the certain thing, the worship of the pastors, <coughs> for almost 2,000 years, there were no Kabbalah's court, no Avayadana, no Avayadana, no So these <coughs> things seem like they were gone. But they're lost. So the certain things in Galos, that because of Galos, certain things have to say were lost. So when Mashiach will come, that's why it's Mashiach, that's Sicha, every single thing that happened in Galos, that seemed that it affected the Shleimus of Yitzhah Avayadah, will also have a, a, a Gula. How exactly it's going to happen, I have no idea, but Moshe Rebbe explains that, that the Beis Samitosh, third Beis Samitosh is Nitzchi, that it's Poil Ivan Lamafreya, that it's the Dinyanum of the Gula will transform. I mean, this is the classic idea that so the Goyal and Gula are the same letters. The Aleph transforms the Goyal and Gula. But every single thing in Gula, it's not just that the Gula is a rectific, only a rectification, but Gula transforms even those things that seem to us that. We weren't able, because of Golos, our Avaidah wasn't complete, that this thing happened that's irreversible, whatever it is, even those things will also be redeemed. Now, again, just to finish off, it could be that Gula Mitzvah Shleim are the stages. In other words, even the Rebbe, the Zahara Rebbe, have to find it. Rebbe says, Rebbe said that it's Tzut Kupas of Yemais HaMashiach, like it's not the complete, complete could mean two things. Either you're not lacking anything that you need, or furthermore, you have more than a need, right? There's like there's, there's, there's just a lack of a lack, or that you know you have things abundant. You have emes, emes lamita. You have whatever connects a different dargus. In other words, in shleimus, in emes, there's also different dargus. So the first level of gula is also a gula mitzvah shleimus. But obviously, if you think about it, when the ultimate, the ultimate gula will be in the second kufa. Say in the era of chiyas amesim, when all evil will be eradicated from the world. That will be the true, complete redemption on, 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 a, on a much more true and complete sense. Uh, I think it is, well, the sudden take of me at Mamish.